What's happening, y'all? It's the odd man, Audley Stevenson, and you've got a lock to the Hoops Talk Nation podcast, and we're doing our part to get you ready for the upcoming NBA playoffs, zeroing in on a first-round matchup between the Washington Wizards and the Atlanta Hawks. I've called on my good buddy Donnell Suggs, the sports editor in the Atlanta area, to get you up to speed and all caught up and all that you need to know for this exciting first-round matchup. All that and more on the Hoops Talk Nation podcast. Hey, Mike Boogie, let's go. Back once again, it's the incredible Hoops Animal, the uncannable Odd man, he's number one Covers the hardcore better than anyone From sun to sun, get your weekly dose of hoops news and more Always getting more than just the final score Ball is life and life is ball High school to the pros, he covers it all Hoops Talk International, we at it again Climb to the top of the backboard and tell a friend Hoops Talk International, at it again The odd man, better than anyone else my friend, yeah. Yes, back we are once again at the Hoops Talk Nation podcast. I'm the odd man, oddly. Stevenson, thanks so much, y'all, for joining us once again as we take you around a uh, journey across the National Basketball Association. Uh, it's postseason, it's playoff time, is even more reason to get excited because the second season is here. And, of course, I got my man Donnell Suggs from the Houston Home Journal. He's a sports editor. He's also a contributor to ESPN's Undefeated, and he's here to help us uh, break down some of the playoff action that we're about to see. Donnell, how you doing, my man? Oh, fantastic, man. Thanks for having me back. Oh, it's always, always a pleasure. We had so much fun last time. I had to bring you back on, man. And, and with the playoffs here, come on, man. <laughs> Perfect timing. I can break down to you how the Hawks are going to win the NBA championship. That's it. Well, you you know what? Let's start. I'm going to say, let's start there then. No way. Well, it's interesting because, you know, going back to an earlier conversation we had about the Hawks, you know, them being a uh, a regular uh, participant in the postseason and, you know, they, they, they keep punching their ticket every year. And I think this re- this year was interesting given the transitions. I know at the beginning of the season we sort of talked about the transitions the Hawks were going through with uh, the addition of Dwight Howard and you, know, you lose Al Horford and what that, does that, what that does for the team. And, you know, when you look at it at the end of the day, uh, there, there isn't major drop off or, you know, they're, both, they're about the same spot, if you will, if you look from last year to this year. Last year we were four, this year we were five. Look at that. It's six, six, seven game difference. We won about 50 games last year, 49 games. This year they won 43 games. Right. right. You know, Al's, Al, Al's obviously been good to Boston. They're 53 and 29. <laughs> but you can't lie and say, Al Dorford is the difference between why this team is the first seed in the East and why last year they were, know, they didn't make the postseason last year. That's it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I believe they did. But what else? Yeah, but um, Al's a big player, but he's a yeah. team player. So yeah. he was he wasn't going to be a guy that was going to, you know, you know, he was not our best player. He was always our most consistent. Yes, player. That glue guy. They got one of those. Got those glue guys, right? That's Al was. Absolutely, absolutely. Without question, everybody, every fan loved him. GMs, coaches, every player we ever had, everyone loves Al, and they have nothing but good things to say. But he leaves, and we still make the playoffs. That's so it. the ball keeps rolling. Ten years straight. So 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 let's get into what makes the Hawks so special this year. Uh, uh, and, and I think it only makes sense to start with Dwight Howard. He was the you know he was the the shiny acquisition the team made in the off season. You know he was coming back home. There was tears at his you know the press conference as he you know was was announced his official announcement of joining the club. 
Uh, sort of talk about what you saw from him this year and in terms of how he impacted uh, the team. The one thing I noticed this this season is just like he felt like he should get the ball. Like like that's the old. It went back to the old Orlando Howard. Now obviously he's not tw- a twenty one year old. He's not a twenty. I mean he's thirty one years old. He's a kid mm-hmm. in life. Yes. But then don't forget now we're talking about twelve years in the league. When he was in Orlando in two thousand four, he was nineteen. So you right. saw a very a, 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 one of the best athletes we ever had in this league. Thirty one years old. Twelve years later. Yeah. He's, a, he's still a phenomenal athlete, and now he knows his role. He knows his role. Catch in the paint, mm-hmm. jump hook right hand, uh, try to get up on the try to get a dunk. But that's it. I'm real cool with that. Like We didn't need um, Dwight Howard to try to be some type of big-time scorer. He averaged 13 points a game, but the key number was he averaged 12.7 rebounds a game. We, we haven't had a 13-per-game 13, a 13 rebounder. Yeah, probably in the history of this team, maybe, <laughs> maybe Tree Rollins in '88, maybe. Right, right, right. You know, yeah, it was a block a game and twelve rebounds a game and thirteen points. That's what you need from him. You don't need uh, Dwight Howard to get twenty-one. This isn't the old Orlando days. Right. And it was great. He was a phenomenal acquisition. It was, it was genius. You paid a lot for him, but it was genius. Now, I could have sworn I I saw you know him him stepping on trying to take those eighteen footers on a few occasions. Uh, that's a bit, I mean, yeah. maybe, and, may, and maybe as your game develops and you expand and, you know, you start to recognize that you're not jumping over people anymore, you, you find other ways of, you know, stretching out your career, so to speak. And I, 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 the fact that he would step out and try and take those, considering that pretty much his entire career he's knocked for not shooting, is, is pretty impressive. And that's the saddest part. When he was 21 and the spun, 1920 and the sponge, someone should have said, hey, big fella, you're a phenomenal athlete. Let's work on that 15 footer. It was like every summer, every summer Orlando be out in the first round. Yep. And he go and he go have a ball, have a, have a good time. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. end up probably having another child, yeah. and then come back to the NBA with no advancements to his game. But right. he's such a freak athlete. Yes. He was always going to find a spot in this league, and he was. A, and, and I mean, don't forget, he's a, twice defensive player of the year, uh, rebounding champ once or twice, maybe even three times. So he always had a spot. But um, he never got better. And this year, it looked like he got a little bit better. The jump shot didn't work still. That he didn't gain that. He didn't really gain that. But he still was taking shots. He was aggressive on offense, and that was good to see. You know, that was really good to see because we got him. For, we got him for four years, one way or the other. Yeah, so yeah. Well, and again, uh, I I, I kind of like you know what he offered. You know, it's funny when you we start, when you sort of kind of go through the roster. You know, there, there, there aren't these, you know, outside of Dwight, there aren't these huge names that jump out of you. But what you saw is a bunch of guys that knew their roles and they contributed. And I think that's kind of the key to their success. I mean, Tim Hardaway Jr. had a yeah. career year. Perfect. Who, who, who knew he was going to average 14 points a game? You say, oh, that's not a lot. It is when you're somebody that was on the Knicks playing probably 14 minutes a month. And now you're getting 14 points a game every day. Right. He's a legitimate. He's a legitimate NBA shooting guard. Mm. He's right. Paul Millsap's our anchor. We always knew we were going to get from him. Sure. And um, so that wasn't a surprise, and this should have been a surprise. And Dennis Schroeder had a career year. Yes, he did. So, so everybody, everything clicked. I mean, you know, it clicked. Well, well, there's a lot you talk. You mentioned Schroeder. There's a lot put on that young man's shoulders at a very, you know, not. He a wanted it. He asked for it. Well, I mean, yeah, but I still. You know, it's still a lot <laughs> I mean, for him to contribute and be able to do that still. It's, it's, I mean, again, that, that kind of stands out to me also. 
his numbers reflect the same numbers that we got from Jeff T. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing T two years ago, we won 60 games. He right. 18 points a game and six assists. So there was no drop off at that position for the Hawks. Not even a little bit. Good, good, good. So, 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 so let's zero in on their, their first round opponents. They're going to see the Washington Wizards in that first round in a 4-5 matchup. Uh, you know, the, the Wizards, you know, interestingly enough, um, they experienced a bit of a drop off, uh, after having a, an incredible well, after well, I think after Christmas, they were probably the hottest team in the league for for a considerable stretch after the Christmas break, and and uh, they they sort of t- cooled off the tail end and landed in four. But I mean, they were in second place in the, in, the, in the Eastern Conference. It's it's everyone's fear that oh no, John Wall woke up and Bradley Bill's not hurt. Uh oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh oh, they found out. Like Randy Whitman was coaching the heck out of that team. He got fired because John Wall was in his feelings and Bradley Bill kept on getting hurt. Those two kids are playing at the top of the game. You're, you can't stand for the wall. You right. can't. You can't stand for the wall. And if Bradley Bill is, is not hurt, this kid is a solid – I mean, he's a top 10 shooting guard in the league. Right. John Wall's numbers – we're talking about Russell Westbrook, the season he had, which is – I'm finally going to admit he's the MVP. And James Harden, John Wall averaged 23 and 11, man. Yeah. Yeah. And played every day. Yes. And, yeah. he, and he played every day. Like, imagine that. Yeah. 23 and 11 for a really good team, a team that won 49 games. Any other place, we'd be talking about, oh, he's the next coming, and dot, dot, dot. But, but because it's John Wall, we just, we've been always waiting on that. We've been waiting on that from John Wall for so long that we just assumed 23 and 11. Yeah, he's supposed to be doing that. Well, loose last guys, Kyrie only averaged 25. John Wall averaged 23. Terry averaged five point five assists a game. John Wall averaged 11. Right. He's just as good as those guys, and we don't talk about it. No. We don't. We keep on saying potential. Stop saying potential to John Wall. It's in his fifth year. Right, right. He's really one of the best players in the league. We're in trouble if those two guys are playing the top of their game. Well, well, and, and, and that's, listen, when you've got a guy that can back you up on your heels the way John Wall does, and we know about his speed, it's absolutely ridiculous. And, and the pressure he puts on opposing guards is, is, is I mean, mm-hmm. it's a nightmare for sure. But it, it just seems to, when you sort of look across the roster, um, I, I certainly see some similarities between them and the Hawks in terms of how they're constructed and, and the way they get, you know, contributions from pretty much, you know, they, they squeeze everything out of everyone on that roster. Everyone plays, and that's, and that's the boot and holster system. Mm-hmm. Even when the Hawks won, uh, and we all, and down here in Atlanta, we call it the season because we won 60 games. We still consider 2015 like the year. Right. When they were playing like that, we had 10 guys playing over 15 minutes a game. And no one was getting 25 points a game, but everybody was getting around 15 to 17. Al Corbin had a career year. I mean, Damari Cowell was like the ankle on deep. Yep. It was a special team. I, I miss Demar Cow, by the way. Canada, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> We're taking care of him, man. Believe me. We're taking good care oh, of him. Oh, man. <laughs> I miss him a lot, man. Yeah. What a great what a great player. Good and a great teammate. guy, too. Yeah, good teammate, and a great for guy. sure. Yeah. And it's just um, the system didn't really change. No, we haven't won 60 games again. But this team is back in the playoffs. And, again, we didn't get home, home to the advantage. But they're back in the mix, and it's because of the boot and holes of the system. There's a bunch of guys on the team that just contribute in small ways. Yep. You don't you don't have a superstar the Hawks like oh he's no 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 it's just a bunch of guys but it's it, they're all really good Dwight Howard Ersan mm-hmm. uh, it was it was Silva is playing great this year yeah I was knew he had talent everybody knew he had talent but yeah. I'm just saying he he was really good we overpaid for Cam more to be honest we did <laughs> yeah, yeah but it was a personal thing he's a great teammate mm-hmm. everybody loves him 
and we're looking kind of crazy right now, thinking, wow, we might not mess around to start. He might not start in the postseason. Wow. That's how well Hardaway's playing, Ariel Solis playing. We might need to have him come off the bench. Right, right. Hey, listen, but still, he's, he's contributing. I was going to say, it's a nice option to have, nonetheless. It's a great option to have. It's a great option to have. And Paul Millsap is the anchor, man. He's just, he's yeah. just, uh, he's just, that's what we call him. We call him Black We call him the anchor man here. <laughs> he's just, he's, he's going to get you 20 every night, man, and not make mistakes, yeah. not make turnovers. He's just a great player. And he's being season coming up. That's a whole other podcast. Cause we got to. We gotta open the bank up for that guy. We have to. Well, and it's funny. I was, I was about to say the the fact that his name was being you know bandied bandied around and at trade deadline was fascinating, considering the value he is to this squad. But I think you're right, right in terms of opening up the bank and giving this guy his just due is is, is absolutely necessary. I, I think it only is appropriate that I that I ask and, and get your um your, your thoughts on how you think that series will turn out with the Wizards then. On Twitter, I said the other day, everybody's going to hold it to me that we're going to sweep them in. <laughs> and we're going to sweep them. Okay. And I had a bunch of guys I know from the D.C. area, like, send me all kinds of gifts with, gifts with faces. Like, what? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, I just, I'm just sorry, but this is a team that the Hawks, I mean, consistently makes the second round. Yes. Uh, two veterans to lose in the first round to a young Wizards team. I'm sorry. I'm happy the Wizards are together. I'm happy they're healthy. I can't wait to go see John Wall in Game Three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait to see a healthy Bradley Bill. I, I love watching him play. Yep. Hawks and Hawks and four. <laughs> okay. It has nothing to do with winning this game. Okay. So, and you sure you're not, you're not drinking the Kool Aid or nothing like that? You're, you know, you've gone through all the options, and you're certain this is what you're sticking to. Yeah, that's it. I can't get. I can't get. I don't trust the Wizards at home. Yeah. They lost a, a ton of games at home before Christmas, and it, obviously they couldn't even lose a game after Christmas. Right. But it, it's the same team. Now, they, now they've beaten the Hawks three times this year. Yeah. So let's not act like Atlanta has their number. I just think postseason is a little different. Yeah. And when you have a Millsap, the way Tim Hardaway's playing, Tim Hardaway Jr.'s playing, mm-hmm. the way Shorter's playing, but in particular, a Millsap and a Dwight Howard, we're going to get the tip ins, we're going to get the cheap points. And that's what we need to win a playoff series. There you go. Because, well, yeah, I mean, playoffs, we know it gets grimy, it gets dirty, it gets mucky. Yes, sir. You know, no one's scoring, breaking any scoring records. Uh, every nope. possession counts. You grind it out, and I think their ability to 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 play in the half court because that's because the game does slow down, and I think that's where potentially you know the the, the explosive back where we we talk about John Wall and Bradley Beal and the speed and all the things that they can do, but when it's a slowed down game, it's, it's I think you kind of neutralize your skill set and their strength. It favors the Hawks and it mm-hmm. favors Atlanta. Half court basketball, that's us. Right. That's us. We run a little bit, but no, they. Booting holds the system doesn't call for running back and forth and all right. that. Obviously, yeah. it's the NBA. Sure. The NBA is the world's greatest athlete. You take advantage of a fast break. Yes. But it really is a lot of passing and a really intricate half-court system, and the Hawks have played really well, really well, especially of late. Right. Of right. late. You really shouldn't have 39 losses. Really, We're a better team than 43 and 39. But that's okay. 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 So, so, so. You know, there there are a bunch of other you know series that are going on, uh, and and I'm not going to run through all of them, but there are a couple that stand on my mind that I, I, I want to get your thoughts on, and and I need to jump over in the Western Conference because uh, when you talk about what you know what I label must see TV, I mean that first round matchup with the Rockets uh, and the Thunder. I mean you got two the the leading MVP favorites uh, in, in in Westbrook and, and Harden. They're going at it. 
Uh, you know, you got an OKC team that, quite frankly, at the beginning of the season, no one thought they would have been there. Uh, but Westbrook had other things in mind. Uh, in the Rockets, you've got this, you know, this this new improved system brought in by Mike D'Antoni that's made James James Harden into an MVP candidate. Um, what, what what do you like about this matchup? You, I mean, it's everything you want. On a Saturday night, you're going to get <laughs> James Harden, who's kind of pissy now because everyone's kind of sort of just giving that award to Russell yeah. because of the triple doubles. By the way, Harden's probably got about 15 of those. Mm-hmm. So let's, act, let's start acting like triple doubles. Are, and Ricky Rubio had one this year. Like, really, it's, it is <laughs> like, let's be laughing. He's having them out like the Flyers for a nightclub, man. Triple exactly. <laughs> the NBA is, come on, everybody in this league is really good. These guys, LeBron James can have 80 sure. if he wanted to go out every night and say, that's it, I'm yeah. getting 15. Uh, 10 and 10. So the triple-double thing doesn't matter. What Russell is doing with his lineup and keeping them ab- above water, and not only that, but the sixth seed, pretty impressive. Harden's pissed off. The Rockets are really good at home. They're going to get four home games compared to three in this series, best of seven, if, if that's where it goes. I mean, the two teams, I think they split the four games this year. But either way, it's going to be fantastic. What a great matchup. Yeah. You, couldn't get, you couldn't ask for more. Now, the MVP award is a regular season award, and supposedly – Voting is supposed to start tomorrow yes. with the media, certain media members and whatnot. Yes. So I'm hoping that they kind of get that out of the way, and they're not going to announce it tomorrow, no. but it should be done. But, I, but, but trust and believe, a lot of this postseason has a lot to do with it. I mean, you're supposed to be have already voted, but we don't know that. Right. We don't we don't know that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm sure there's exceptions for certain people, you know, whatever. Sure. You know, so I think it's it's, just, it's a picture perfect playoff season, playoff series for the NBA. It's like. Perfect. I got Russell and his triple doubles. I've yeah. got Harden and his phenomenal season in that fast paced Dan Tony offense. Mm-hmm. You can't ask for more for a postseason. In the first round? Yep. That's exactly wow. it. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that, 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 the, the way you set that table, that sounds like a conference final. Like, that's what you Exactly. Do. But you see that in the first exactly. round. It's almost like you're, you're, right. you're sad to see someone go. Unfortunately, yeah, and that's a good Houston team. That's a lot of fun. That could challenge Golden State, mm-hmm. but they got to miss a lot. They might, they might potentially not get out of the first round. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Russell's got to, Russell's got to do everything he's done all season more, all season long with plus more to beat that team in the playoffs. Though, unfortunately, Houston is really good, and I don't see him losing that first round series. I just don't. You know, speaking of first round and possibly not getting out, uh, I look at the, that number four five matchup in the West between the Clippers and the Jazz, and you know the, the fact that, <laughs> that the fact that the Clippers at the fourth spot is, doesn't mean a damn thing, uh, and I I, no. I, I kind of look at the fact that you know if they don't um, progress and do something significant, this may be the last time you see this club is currently constructed, including Doc Rivers. And we say this. Guys, I, unfortunately, we said this for six years. Hey, man, they don't do anything. You <laughs> yeah. might have to shoot this thing up. Hey, man, we don't do anything. Every year we say that. It's, the NBA is winning. The Lakers will always sell because they're the Lakers. Sure. But on top of that, the Clippers are now turning into LA's uh, the baseball season now. So a lot of folks are going over to the Dodger game. But in general, they're going – people want to see this Clipper team. They're just backing them to see. On any given night, they're looking at the best team in the league, man. There's some nights you go, wow. Blake on one wing, DeAndre on one wing. Jamal Crawford is great to watch. Yep. Chris Paul is still that point guard. He's still the leader. He's still out there. It's like, what a great, what a, wow, what a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. They can lose this first round series. Yes. One extra home game means nothing. No. Utah is super hungry. Yeah. Super hungry. Super lots, hungry. Lots and to prove, right? <clears throat> they got a lot with a prove. lot to prove. 
they went from not being in the playoffs to losing that stupid game to Kobe Bryant when he scored. Yeah. Actually, today's the anniversary. Today's the yeah, anniversary for is. that. It that is. 60 it's points, point. end of the game, that trash, whatever that garbage was. <laughs> Wasn't that ridiculous? Kobe. <laughs> not Kobe, but that whole, that whole, that, that was ridiculous. Come on, guys. Oh, uh, what a shots. But, but it's still Kobe-like. I mean, <laughs> if you think it about it. Kobe-like. That is true. It was Kobe like he took fifty shots and scored sixty points. <laughs> and we, it's and almost <laughs> it's almost impossible on this level. It's almost wow. impossible to take well, that many shots. Well, he just proved us wrong. So there you go. <laughs> he always he always does. And now you talk the the fifth seed. Yeah. So that that program that program has always turned itself right around. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. But I I just I just got it because of, they they've got to win this series. If they don't win this series, they really do. I doubt they will change anything because. The bottom line is tickets sell, yes. jerseys sell, yeah. Blake's still exciting. You can't cut Chris Paul. You just can't. Right. Um, Jabal's not hurting anybody. Paul Pierce is going to retire. DeAndre Joe, we just signed a, a six, five, six-year deal, so he's not a max deal. So he's not going anywhere. It'll be the same team. Right. It'll be the, they might add an additional veteran here or there. Right. You know, but it's for the most part, they're not getting rid of the, you're not getting rid of Blake. Dude, you can't trade Blake Griffin. Okay, so what, what about okay. what, what about Doc Rivers then? Is is he? He's, is in a, he, he's in a great job of keeping the the, the ship afloat. <laughs> they were a two seed at one point. They yeah. were a three seed like back to back years. Yeah. Then they were a four seed, and they barely made that. But you know what the funny part is? They were always that's one more um Clipper home game for ownership. <laughs> that's I'm right. still selling. I'm still selling tickets, that's and it. he's done that job. He's been a great steward. Okay. In that okay. case. Okay. So in that case, he's been a great steward. So he'll still be here. He'll still be here as GM and coach. And my son will still be sitting on the bench as my sixth man, which is really weird. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, it is. <laughs> now, that's weird. And um, if they don't win the coach now, all we'll say is we'll blame it on somebody, dot, 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 and we'll be right back again next year. Right, right. That team can win 50 games every year. That's Yeah, and they're content with that because the tickets are selling, like you said. Makes total sense. Hey, it makes total business sense, rather. The basketball the fans sense. don't get it, but the businessmen are going, yep, sounds good. Punch that ticket. Punch that ticket and sell that twelve dollar beer and keep moving. That's exactly it. I want to jump. I I, I want to jump over to the East and 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 the team obviously that's expected to run away with the Eastern Conference is is, is LeBron James and his Cavaliers. Uh, they they they've had a horrible I guess month of March and a little bit of uh, February as well. But uh, yes. they, they they didn't look good at all. Um, wondering how much of this is just them being bored with the regular season, waiting for the playoffs to start, and you know, figure they can just turn around wherever. Or do we think that there are some legitimate problems going on with this roster? I hate to say to follow that, that, that what's what's been going on lately in the media with the whole cliche of resting players and dot dot dot. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, it, LeBron James said to a reporter I, I, about a week ago, such and such and such, and. The Boston game. It was a Monday night. Do you think it's a big game? It's a big game, big regular season game, dude. I've been the six straight finals, man. I, I can't. What do you want me to say about a regular season game? Yeah. And, then, and then he went out, and then he went out and had thirty-five, fifteen, right. and, and twelve. Right. There because you, you want me to play a big game, I will play one when I'm ready. Right. Right now, first round playoffs. Okay, bet. Now it's time to turn it back on again. Now watch. You see a whole new Kyrie, a whole other Kevin Love, who, who always plays hard. Kevin Love always plays yes. hard. Yeah. And you'll see another LeBron James because I can't afford to lose these. Because the more games I lose the players, the more time I have to keep on traveling back and forth. Yeah. So they're going to take care of business. One, two, three, sweet. One, two, three, four, excuse me. That'll be the end of that. You've yeah. seen sweets for the first couple of rounds. Mm. With all due respect to the rest of these teams, they're not being clean in a series. It's just not. 
There's no yeah. team in the East. Toronto, Toronto, and maybe I was going to say Washington, who might not even get out the first round. Uh, <laughs> you got Washington being swept, man. You got the Wizards to get not even making exactly. So, so they, so that's even more. That's, that's even easier. For them. I don't believe in Boston. I just don't. I can see Chicago beating Boston. So I don't see anyone bobbling. LeBron, I don't see Bob. Wait, wait, let's touch on Boston for a second because here, here you have the number one team in the Eastern Conference, and we don't feel by like default. Good by default, okay. You care about the regular season? Yeah. I didn't, but you won two or three games because when they went head to head last Monday, yes. the Cavaliers beat them by twenty. Yes, yes. But yes. Boston didn't take any games off. They didn't play around. They won the games. They they earned their seed. They earned it. Right. They didn't play around. They beat the Brooklyns and they beat the Milwaukee's and they beat the Sacramento. They didn't play games. Cleveland sat players here, there, sat this one, sat that one, lost right. a couple of regular season games, had a horrible March, yeah. had a horrible last week of February as well. Right. So now that's when your regular season games go back and forth. But you want to go by a tiebreaker? Oh no, Cleveland beat them three times this year. <laughs> so it's not about you. It's not about you versus me. It's about you versus the rest of the league. That's not today. The number one seed by default. I don't even know if they can beat Chicago in the series. You never know. Mm. And Jimmy wants, and Jimmy Butler wants to turn around and, and say, you know what, I'm gonna be that guy today. Or Dwayne Wade says, you know what, maybe I should go back and be that guy. Yes, you yes. never know. Yeah. Or Rondo. I mean, the fact that Rondo's playing in Boston. I mean, that's got to say, that's got to do something for me. That's gonna be awesome. I know, I know. And that's all he needs to get upset this one time, and that's it. That kid can take <laughs> off. He's, it's unfortunate though. I don't think unless you really follow the game. I don't think people realize how how really gifted Rajon Rondo is, yeah. and it's unfortunate that he's got the reputation he has now. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, that's too bad. Skilled, skilled right. guard, uh, great rebounder, fantastic, phenomenal passer. rebounder. Um, I, I just, I mean, obviously his his jump shot has always been somewhat suspect, but you know, always can, has he, been. He can he can hit that. The fact that he's a leading three point shooter on his squad says something, right? So, like, it says it says something. It says something bad about Chicago. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what it says. Absolutely. But then, but then again, Jason Kidd's hit more threes than anybody in NBA history besides Reggie Miller. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I remember. I remember watching Jason Kidd in high school and saying, "Man." Yeah, for the best player in the country, he can't shoot. Exactly. <laughs> and at Cal, and in Dallas, and in Jersey. It's like, wow, well, you, you still can't shoot. shoot. You still can't shoot. <laughs> keep on going in. You still can't shoot. I love it. <laughs> so, 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 so uh, you know, in your mind, is it clearly a sort of Golden State uh, Cavs trilogy again in the finals, or, or how do you see it playing out? You, your son, me, my son, my dad, your dad or grandfather, fans, basketball fans, we should be ecstatic. Mm. Worst case scenario, we get Cleveland Golden State. Guys, this is what you want. Yeah. The best two teams, the best six, seven players. Unfortunately, in the NBA today, you can pretty much bunch in all the best players within four or five teams. But that's the league. Yeah. That's the league as long as you're going to grasp 17, 18-year-old kids. That is the league. That's it. All these, that's the league. San Antonio's got one. And go, Oklahoma City has one. Yep. Houston has one. Gold State has four. Yep. And Cleveland has the other three. And there's your 10. <laughs> that's and it's unfortunate, but that's your 10. Yep. So we, don't you want Cleveland Golden State in the finals so we can get to see this thing against a rubber match? It's if not, nothing else, yep. one more time. It's got, well, and one why more not? time. Well, I mean, we, and we, why not? I mean, the, the question, were you not entertained, has to be asked because the first, right. two, the first two finals were fantastic. Well, great. I mean, well, last fantastic. year was just probably, you know, one of the best in memory, you know, recent memory. Of all time. Fantastic. Of all time. Yeah, I mean. Last, year, last year's finals was barking on that 
1984 Lakers Celtics, 1985 mm. Lakers Celtics. It was barking up up that tree. Yeah. Uh, 93 Bulls and uh, Bulls and Suns. It was going. Yeah. It was barking up that tree. Yeah. You know. And I, and 98 and I, and Utah I, Jazz. I, I would say it was. You know, I, I would say that that ser- last year's series beats any of the six championships that the Bulls had. That 93 series was pretty special, man. But, but Phoenix, because Phoenix had them on the ropes. But you know I what? Gonna win but if it doesn't five. go to the distance, I want it to go to the distance. So for me, I, and, I, and I, know what you, I know what you're saying, because you had the star power and Barkley with his prime, and, you know, KJ was doing his thing. and I, I, KJ was unbelievable. Yeah. He was unbelievable back then. Yeah. yeah. That was a big-time series. Yeah. And the Bulls did not have a better basketball team. They yeah. didn't. Yeah. They had to win that finals on the road. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. People forget that. Yeah, <laughs> that Phoenix uh, team won like sixty-three games. Yes, yes, they did. They were. I mean, you're talking about loaded. Yes, they were unbeatable. Unbeatable. Unfortunately, and you'll never hear about them again. No. Cedric Sabalos was a sixth man. Yeah. Marley, Chambers, Barkley. Yeah. Kevin Johnson in his prime, where if you give him a step and a half, you're going to get done. dunked on as a point guard position? Ask Hakeem Olajuwon. My he'll tell you. God. He'll tell you. Yeah. And he's no one that's dunked on. And, and Sinners didn't dunk on Hakeem. Yeah. <laughs> Sinners I, I, didn't dunk on Hakeem. I, I, I remember a very a very young Richard Dumas, uh, his ability to slash the oh, basket. I he mean... Was, Oh, he was he dominated that he dominated guy he took him for the first couple of games. That, that, he, he was a rookie if I recall correctly that year, was he not? That season he, when he went to the he, finals? He played he played he played three years overseas in Spain, so he was already playing okay. top level ball. Okay. okay. He had some drug issues when he came out of school. Yeah. So the, the NBA back then used to be like, Oh, you know, we just sent him overseas. And he yeah. just stayed over there. When he yeah. came in the league he was twenty five. Yeah, okay. And yeah. he, everyone knew about Richard Duma. Yeah. He he destroyed people at Oklahoma State. He was yeah. phenomenal. That he did. That he was did. phenomenal. That yeah, Barclay, he was yeah. phenomenal. That Barkley squad was great. Man, you're oh, right. man. Charles, you couldn't guard Charles Barkley yeah. in 1993. You could not. Yeah, no, he, no, no. He could even whatever he wanted to back then. You know, it, it, it's so funny because, you know, you, you look at Sir Charles now and, and you, you wouldn't believe and you're like, he's oh. that. You would not right. believe he's that dominant. He was that dominant or that special. And, I mean, I mean, he's nowhere near his playing size. So you question him, what's that? Like, oh, God, no. I mean, you see all this, you're like, really? But he was a great, he was too, great He was six. Six four and a half, two oh five, one hundred percent muscle, yeah. and you couldn't stop him. No. And he dribbled, he shot, he was one of the best passers in the league. Absolutely, absolutely. And and, and now you get the jokes and the, and the goofy <laughs> stuff. And, and, and if you're if you're if you're under thirty, you, no twenty five. We'll give you twenty five. Yeah, twenty five. Like, oh, Barkley was all right. He was all right. Yeah, no, no man. No, in ninety three, in ninety three, Jordan Michael Jordan was the best player in the world. Well, Michael Jordan was in the world right now. He was the best player in the world, and Barkley won that MVP fair and square. Yes, he, he did. did. He did. Absolutely. He did. Hands down. He did. He did. And Elijah <laughs> had a great year that year. David Robinson averaged like 25 and 15 that year. But Elijah was unstoppable. It didn't matter. Barkley killed both of those guys. Well, well, and let's be clear here. You know, that, that was an era where every team had a future Hall of Famer on the roster. Absolutely. Like, that was, you know. Utah. And, 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 yeah. You go through the rosters. Every team had a future Hall of Famer. And, and yeah, nobody had, and nobody had a twenty-one-year-old starting. You didn't do that then. No, you earned your way. That's it. You know, that's it. Tim Duncan started on the Spurs in the four-year senior. He came out as the four-year senior. Yes, he did. And he wasn't a man on that team. No, nope. he, 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 he wasn't a man on that team. Nope. You had to earn it. He, the league is watered down now. That's it. That's and that's it. why I can predict the finals before the playoffs <laughs> even start. 
I love it. And you couldn't, and you couldn't do it in '93 because no. you thought it might have been Seattle. You have no or idea. Might be Houston. You have no you idea. Had no idea. No, you just you didn't know. You didn't know who was going. No, and, and, and yeah, and you're right. It is so different. And when you even look at the pathways to the finals, whether you're coming from the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference, you're thinking, okay, so so in the West, you go, okay, okay, so you got the Spurs. Who else is the other big challenge? I, I don't. Seattle. Seattle. No, I, I mean now. I mean now, oh, right? But back oh, then, nobody. but back then, you're yeah, you're right. You had Seattle, you had Portland, uh, you had Houston, you had the Lakers at one point. I mean, you just Sacramento was another squad that was tough. I mean, you had all these teams, and now you know this year for the for the war. And it's funny, the Warriors weren't even in the equation back then, but now they are, and they really don't have anyone that can hold them down. Not really. Right. Maybe maybe San Antonio, and I don't see it. I don't no, see San Antonio no, beating no. Golden State in the series. I, I like Memphis. Yeah, I, trust, yeah. I like I like Memphis. Yeah, they might be fun. I'll set the Spurs. They'll make it interesting. I think they'll make it interesting. But uh, the recent yeah, you know, Tony Allen is out. Their defensive stopper. He's got a calf strain, so he's done. Uh, he's out for. He's sitting at least a month. But uh, so they got to get through the first round at the minimum to see have a chance to have him coming back. So yeah, and they need him. They need him absolutely defensively. Not offensively, he can't score. He couldn't no. score for his life. No, but defensively, he, he and he's a guy that finds everybody in the locker room. This is his job. Yes. That's his job. I love that Memphis team. I just do. It's my favorite team in the NBA. It's not Atlanta. Okay. It's just, it's just, it's so tough. Yeah. It's just a tough team. Yep. 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 Okay. Uh, it's nice to have backups. They have a second team. I like that. I like that. <laughs> this is Don Elvin. Listen, I, I appreciate the, uh, uh, you, you chopping up like this here on the podcast. And uh, like I said, I mean, I, I'm I'm excited. Look, and I, I know we've already predicted what the finals will look like, but I think it'll still be fun to sort of watch all these, you know, watch the journey nonetheless, and uh, you know, see how it all plays out. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the trilogy: Cavs, Warriors, Part Three. Let's do it, man. I'm ready to go. You know, let's get the four battles out of the way, right? But I'm ready to go. <laughs> No more sitting out. No more riding. Nobody resting. This is the real season. So it should be a lot of fun. Real season it is. Uh, to, to our listeners, thank you as always for taking your time and checking out the Hoopstock Nation podcast. I'm Yard Man Audley Stevenson. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you next time. Later. Mm-hmm.